I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Let it be, let it be. Let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And when the broken hearted people living in the world agree, there will be an answer, let it be. But though they may be parted, there is still a chance that they will see. Plaza Direct King's Court starts now.
lost against the best. This old road's been a hell of a test. I'm still driving. I ain't slowing down. There's rules I love to break and bend. Mistakes I've made again and again. But I tell you this, my friends, I'm still around. I hit it hard, man. So far, man. No laying up, no holding back. And a good Wednesday morning, St. Louis and all points. Northeast, south, and west, we welcome you in. This is the Window World Monster Energy Drink, stl-cars.com, King's Court, on kevinslaytonshow.com. This is where we bring you the live show every morning, 7 to 10 Central Time. The podcast will be right here on our website, but it will also be on Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and any place you listen to podcasts. You can hear our show later in the day. This is the show that brings you the unvarnished truth, backed by facts and evidence. We never let the uh, nonsense get in the way, right? You want the the unvarnished truth, we're going to give you the unvarnished truth. And we do it for you here every single day. And we have a lot of ground to cover today because uh, our government continues to screw with us. It is absurd. It is sickening. It is never-ending. The lies that are told on a daily basis, it seems like hourly basis, start to wear on you, that's for sure. But we've got it all covered for you here today, and one of the biggest stories of the day is a movie. And we're going to get into that as we go along. But that's right, I said it right, a movie. And it's a movie that the government, for some reason, doesn't want us to see. And the media especially doesn't want us to see. But when we get our punch of energy, something that gives us that boost and that push and that focus, like Monster Energy Drink, we're going to go see whatever movie we want. Monster Energy Drink won't let us listen to them. It'll push us to greater achievements because we're going to unleash the beast in us through Monster Energy Drink. Not just a drink, but a lifestyle in a can. That's what Monster Energy Drink brings to us. And so we're going to go see the movie. I'm going to go see the movie today. Sound of Freedom. You have to ask yourself, why wouldn't they want you to see it? Why? Makes no sense. After all, it's a movie. A movie about child trafficking. Shouldn't we all be concerned about that? Apparently the media doesn't want you to be concerned about it. Not only that, but they've started their normal fear-mongering again. The media can't wait to fear-monger about something the government wants them to put out there. And now it's a climate emergency. The United Nations has issued a climate emergency, as if we're going to pay attention to what those Nazis think. But they have a way of forcing it on us. See, we're going to become victims of technology, trust me. If we just had our old black and white TV that we plug in with rabbit ears, our TV wouldn't be a victim of technology. But it is. They control everything we do through our smartphone, our smart TV, our laptops, our tablets. They can shut us down anytime they want. And they will. 
They pretty much did with COVID when they lied to us repeatedly. And we have an update on COVID too, by the way, with regard to the dangers of of taking the vaccine. That's coming your way this morning. But you hear all about the existential climate crisis from Mr. Ed himself, John Kerry. But you're going to hear the rebuttal from a man who knows the facts. And we will give you the truth, the unvarnished truth. We'll also tell you about Biden's quickly deteriorating mental and physical condition. This is a man who can't lug a two-pound beach chair across the sand and who had to skip an important dinner with NATO members last night while the rest of the world watches in disbelief. He's too tired. Mark my words, there's not any possibility that Biden will run for president as the Democratic nominee. It won't happen. It's going to be Obama, Mikey Obama. Larry Kudlow will give us the real lowdown on the Bidenomics and what's really going on there. You'll hear the media make fools of themselves over this grandchild issue of Biden's. You're going to hear that this morning. A Chicago suburb, Evanston, Illinois, now that's where the wealthy people live, is now the first city in the nation to actually disperse reparation payments to black residents. About 150 residents are going to get $25,000 by the end of the year. Back in 2019, the city approved $10 million in a reparations package to be distributed over 10 years. So far, they've paid 16 what they call qualified residents. No one's qualified, by the way, so that's bogus. You have to be at least 18 years old and have resided in the city between 1919 and 1969. Well, if you resided in the city between 1919 and 1969, doesn't that automatically qualify you as at least 18 years old, you morons? (laughs) These people in Chicago, any Democrat city is populated by lunatic imbeciles. They can't even do simple math. If you lived in... Evanston, Illinois, no later than 1969, you're over 18 years old. Good grief. You're over 50 years old. So they're giving cash or vouchers, supposedly coming from marijuana and real estate transfer taxes. Leave it to the liberals to find a new tax, a way to spend your tax money on one of their social moronic plans. Problem for them, though, the marijuana sales tax revenue slowed down. Uh-oh. They're going to start taking it right out of your pocketbook in Evanston, Illinois. It's coming. Mark my words. They'll find a way to tap into you. By the way, that's not enough for some of the black people in Evanston, Illinois. A civil rights activist who lives there by the name of Bennett Johnson says the cutoff year is totally arbitrary. Probably is. But he wants more. The payments aren't enough, he says. We're downgrading the ability of black people to do things for themselves. We could realize that if we don't let black people control this. We're still doing the same thing we've done in the past. I don't even know what he's talking about. 
downgrading ability of black people to do things for themselves, you're giving them 25 grand. That ought to be able to help them do something for themselves. Sickening, isn't it? You knew that was coming in one of these little enclaves. It's never coming to the big cities. It's never coming to the states. It's never going to happen. Evanston, Illinois is an outlier, and I can't imagine how quickly the rage is going to build in that town when kids, even though they're wealthy, aren't getting their fair share. It's incredible, though. Absolutely incredible. Who do you suppose the blacks in Evanston are going to vote for? Not that they didn't anyway. I mean, Evanston is a suburb of Chicago. I've advocated for years now that Illinois should be split just like North and South Dakota, just like North and South Carolina, just like New Mexico and Mexico. (laughs) I'm laughing at the last one. But why not split Illinois into Northern Illinois and Southern Illinois? Because the people couldn't be any more diametrically opposite. The liberal freak contingent is in Chicago. That would be Northern Illinois. Go all the way down to Peoria, and just before you get to Peoria... Everything south of Peoria, including Peoria, is now South Illinois. And that's a state unto its own. And you'd see a completely different makeup in politicians, in senators, in the way the states voted. Illinois wouldn't get all those electoral votes anymore. They'd only get an apportionment split between the two states, North Illinois, South Illinois. It would grotesquely affect elections for the Democrats. They couldn't count on all those electoral votes anymore. And nothing makes more sense because the people are so diametrically opposite. It'll never happen, though, for that very reason. It makes way too much sense. Way too much sense. And anytime you have logic enter into anything related to the political landscape in this country, you can forget it. Common sense never takes the day in Washington, D.C., and I mean never. Instead, they'd rather focus on reparations and uh, critical race theory and putting books of perversion in the school libraries for our youngest of all children to read and to look at and to scratch their heads. And while they're concentrating on critical race theory and uh, sexual perversion, a quick analysis of the national test score data that came out yesterday confirms a rather dismal fact for the schools that they have to face. The kids are not where they would have been before the pandemic academically. They aren't progressing at the pace needed to catch up. What a stunner that is. In the past year, the school year, students made fewer academic gains than they did the year before. Is anybody surprised by this? Not only that, now this comes from uh, the analysis director and the co-author of the analysis. Not only have we not made progress toward recovery, we're actually a bit worse off than we were at the start of the year. They're going backward in the schools. Again, no surprise. So if you're a parent, what are you thinking? I know what I'd be thinking. 
It wouldn't excite me. And it's not exciting parents everywhere. I'll guarantee that too. But what does excite me is this movie, Sound of Freedom. I'm anxious to see it because of all the great reviews I'm getting from people that I know and trust. And just the mere fact that the government and the media do not want you to see it makes me want to see it even more. So I'll report back to you my analysis of the movie and the story. It's a true story. It's based on the work of Tim Ballard. Tim Ballard hunts pedophiles. That's what he does. He's a former special services a soldier in our United States, our United States right here. Jim Caviezel plays Tim Ballard in the movie. It's amazing, isn't it? Why would they not want us to see this? I'll tell you why. Because the United States is the worldwide leader in child sex trafficking. That's why. Why does Hollywood not want you to see it? Because the Hollywood acting community and producing and directing community is one of the most grotesquely involved segments of our society involved in child trafficking. That's why. And you don't have to take my word for it. Tim Ballard, the real Tim Ballard, will tell us about it here in a little bit. But Dana White, who heads NASCAR, and Mel Gibson, of course, the independent director who directed The Passion of the Christ with Jim Caviezel, both weighed in on the movie The Sound of Freedom. Hey everybody, I'm Dana White. There's a new movie out called The Sound of Freedom, and it's about human trafficking. More importantly, the trafficking of children. This is a disgusting, horrific issue that's happening all around the world, and it's not getting better, it's getting worse. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give any of my UFC employees that want to see this movie free tickets to go see, and I would like to encourage other executives to do the same at their company. Here's Mel Gibson with some more information on The Sound of Freedom. One of the most disturbing problems in our world today is human trafficking, and particularly the trafficking of children. Now, the first step in eradicating this crime is awareness. Go see Sound of Freedom. I said, uh, NASCAR, I'm at UFC. Why would anyone not want to make us more aware of one of the worst crimes in human history? Child trafficking. Can it get worse? They don't even want you to know about it, much less do anything about it. God forbid you should contribute money to some organization that's fighting it. They'd probably have you arrested for that. But they don't even want you to know about it. You're going to hear an example to back me up. You're going to hear from a woman who had prepaid for her tickets for she and her friends and then received the notice on the day of the movie from the theater that the air conditioning was broken in the movie theater, so they canceled the tickets. Except the air conditioner wasn't broken. And they went to see the movie anyway, and the theater had successfully gotten rid of most of the audience. Only about eight or ten people showed up. We live in a Nazi society. The United States of America is no longer the United States of America. I'm not going to refer to it anymore like that. Because it isn't. This is a regime. We'll call it the Fourth Reich. Jim Caviezel knows firsthand about media lies and Hollywood pedophiles. 
But we've seen this over and over again in the media. You said ivermectin's bad. That's listed under the NIH. Uh, hydroxychloroquine is bad for us. That's listed under the NIH. Adrenochrome, that's not true. It's C9H9NO3. This is a um, chemical compound that is absolutely listed. It's been around in modern science since the 1930s. You can actually, there's a synthetic form and there's a, a regular uh, 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 natural form, which is caused by torturing little kids to get their adrenaline up, essentially, and then remo- extracting it from them. I brought this up a few years ago, and all of a sudden I was attacked by every media. Look it up. It's it's there. They absolutely went after me. And the next day, um, I never heard from my agents, my agency for 14 months. Uh, my lawyers let me go. Uh, my agency never called me after that. And essentially, I was done. And so when we go and do movies like this, you spend a great deal of time with agents working with them. I didn't realize the connection, though, to my industry and to Epstein Island and all of that. But obviously there is. Carpe diem to Jim Caviezel for pointing out the connection between Hollywood, Epstein Island, and child trafficking. Where are you, Governor Newsom? Aren't you supposed to be in charge of the state of California? Where's your attorney general in that state? Too busy letting hardened criminals out of jail? It's incredible what's going on with this movie and how determined they are to keep us from seeing it. Anytime the government is that determined, folks, do just the opposite. There's a reason. They're hiding something. And from Jim Caviezel's own words, they're hiding their own pedophilia. We already know Biden's a pedophile. He's made that clear in front of any camera that wants to take his picture or a video of him. He showers with his daughter. He sniffs the hair of young girls. This guy's sickening in every level. But they want you to know he's just good old Uncle Joe. Such a kind man. Such a family man. Such a devout Catholic who lives to see babies aborted. Everything about the Democratic Party is a lie. Everything about liberalism is a lie. It's all a lie. People criticize Scientology and other forms of religion. Nothing's a lie like liberalism. Nothing. Its very existence is a lie. Every member of it is a liar. They actually called this woman who had prepaid for her tickets, and I'll let her tell the story. some point today, the tickets got refunded to my friend, and we couldn't figure out why. So we come anyways to the theater after dinner, and they're like, oh, well, we refunded all the tickets because there's no air conditioning in our theaters. Okay, whatever. We don't care. Are you still showing it? Yeah, you can, you can still watch it. So we get to thinking, why did they not send out a notice in the email saying, hey, we refunded your tickets because there's no air conditioning? Um, And we just are curious, why why, why didn't they let us know? There was no one in that theater. There was us four 
and four other people, eight people in the theater on a Friday night. There was air conditioning in the lobby. There was air conditioning in the hallways. There was air conditioning in the bathrooms, not the theaters. Fascinating, isn't it? Can you believe they would take this kind of active step, a movie theater? That's AMC, by the way, in case you're wondering. Don't ever give another penny to an AMC theater. Just imagine that. You want to destroy your own business by telling patrons to not come because of your political view? Are you nuts? Well, yeah, we know you're nuts. We've seen it. We've seen it with Anheuser-Busch InBev. We've seen it with Target. We've seen it with Kohl's. We've seen it with DoorDash. We've seen it with all these companies. There was a time about 10 years ago when Tim Ballard was a hero to the left-wing media. None other than 60 Minutes did a piece on him with Elaine Kihonis, who was the reporter, when he set up a sting operation down in Mexico in child trafficking quarters. He lured the perpetrators in under the guise of negotiating a deal for the children. They brought 54 kids with them and then were summarily busted by the Mexican... Uh, uh, this was Colombia. I'm sorry, I said Mexico. I believe it was Colombia. But listen to this. He was recruited by the country to come in and break up the child pedophile rings. Here's the 60 Minutes profile, part of it, on Tim Ballard 10 years ago. This little 11-year-old boy, I remember, he asked one of my operatives if they could give him some cocaine or something. That it, He said, they usually give me something because I'm really scared. By the time the deal was done, the alleged traffickers were set to make $25,000. That transaction was never completed. 25 Colombian special operatives stormed the party, arresting five suspects, four men, and one former beauty queen, all charged with child trafficking. The victims, 29 of whom are under 18, were evacuated, given medical exams, and placed in a rehabilitation center where specialists are working to undo the damage. Right before I got on the boat, we had to walk by the this room where the kids were, and they put their hand up. And I touched their hand and see that there's liberation now. Liberating one child at a time. You could hear the emotion in his voice. Can you imagine those little kids asking for cocaine because they're scared? They usually give us cocaine or something because we're afraid. What kind of inhuman people do this? And what kind of people cover it up? Liberals do it and liberals cover it up. That's who. Imagine the insanity of a liberal business turning away paying customers because they don't want you to see a movie that they're contracted to show. If I were the movie distributors and the movie producers, I would sue that chain of theaters until they had no more money, until they had to go bankrupt. AMC is the chain. In case you're wondering again, I'll continue to repeat it. Tim Ballard was on Fox News last night. Why do you suppose the media wants to discredit this movie? I think that 
the left and the, these these media outlets they don't want to have a discussion that this film is going to compel a discussion about why 85,000 children showed up unaccompanied at the border and got released into the interior of a country that is uh, the highest consuming country for child exploitation material on the planet they don't want to talk about why they, the same publications are pushing an agenda to change the word pedophile to minor attracted persons in order to normalize sexual activity with children. I think that's what they're trying to avoid, and they know this film's going to shine a light on all of the things, all the atrocities happening in children, and so they have to discredit it by lying about it. Carpe quadruple diem Tim Ballard. He's 100% right. They don't want to talk about it because Biden knows that he's part of it. Biden is aware that he's the one letting these children into the country. Why? To be sexually exploited even more. Who's making out like a, a bank? The cartels are. They're living in lavish mansions in Mexico because they're sending, trafficking all of these kids to the United States for sex trafficking. And the United States is a willing partner by allowing them in. We live in one of the most corrupt countries in the world. There isn't any question about it. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. We have the most corrupt government that masquerades as a democracy in the history of mankind. That's a fact. Isn't it unbelievable? This movie is is exposing Biden and his sex pervert friends in the liberal world, Hollywood, for instance, Bill Clinton, for instance, all of the Epstein buddies, for what they are. They're child predators. Joe Biden is a child predator. If he wasn't, he wouldn't be sniffing hair of the little girls, he wouldn't be showering with his daughter, and he wouldn't open the border so the children... You heard Tim Bellow say 180,000, did he say? Are coming across the border to be enslaved in our country. What kind of human being allows that? Joe Biden, that's what kind. A guy who wrestles with a beach chair. I don't care about his dementia. He's a pathetic excuse for a human being. And his wife is even worse. She supposedly isn't demented, and yet she sits by and helps him in the child pedophile ring that they've created coming across the border. It's despicable. If there was a worse word I could I could use, I'd use it. I don't know what else I can use. And of course, don't forget, we have a climate emergency all of a sudden. Some Nazi by the name of Antonio, Antonio Guterres has declared a crisis in our climate situation, a climate crisis emergency, says the Secretary General of the United Nations. I am presenting a plan to supercharge efforts to achieve this climate solidarity pact through an all-hands-on-deck acceleration agenda. Leaders of developed countries must commit to reaching net zero as close as possible to 2040. As close as possible to 2040. 
We are committing. What a lunatic. What an absolute lunatic. And yet he'll try to push that agenda. You know, when Trump gets back in, I hope he kicks the United Nations out of the United States. Get him out of here. They are rotten to the core. They are as corrupt as our current government. Get the United Nations out of here. Withdraw us from the United Nations because that will essentially kill the United Nations as an organization. They'll have no more authority worldwide once we pull out. We pay their bills as it is. We house their nonsense in New York. Get rid of the United Nations. There is no such thing. John Kerry, Mr. Ed, Mr. Climate Czar himself, isn't worried about Russian bombs killing Ukrainian civilians. What he's worried about is when the bombs explode, they release greenhouse gases. He doesn't care about the dead people. Listen to him. When you have bombs going off and you have damage to septic tanks or to power centers, etc., you have an enormous release of, uh, of a greenhouse gas, of methane, of, uh, you know, all of the family of greenhouse gases. Never mind the people blowing up. It's doing damage to septic tanks. This guy's as nutty as a fruitcake. Go scream and yell over there in Switzerland or wherever the hell you go every year on your private jet with your greenhouse gases. He's a greenhouse gas. And the media, just like they did with COVID, can't wait to fearmonger and push the lies that are the liberals who claim there's a climate crisis. The hottest June ever recorded uh, by a mile. We're walking on the hottest planet ever walked. The Southwest and Florida are bracing for more dangerous, record-breaking temperatures. Uh, there were record-breaking temperatures everywhere from China to Mexico. But scientists warn this is only the beginning as we see the growing impacts of climate change. <laughs> the growing impacts. Because they're experts, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, those were lies that the media's telling you. The hottest... We're walking on the hottest planet. Ever. They can, and notice how they always say recorded because James Taylor, who is the president of the Heartland Institute, and they actually do the study of the data. What's the truth, James Taylor? Well, the truth is nothing at all what you just heard from CNN. What we know for a fact, what the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change itself has acknowledged is that for most of the time period that human civilization has existed, Temperatures have been significantly warmer than today. So when you hear something about the Earth is experiencing its hottest temperatures on record, the Earth recorded its hottest temperatures ever, that's because they're using the term record, on record, recorded. They don't tell you this, but they're specifically using that. And when pressed, they say, well, we have a record of mercury thermometer uh, around the globe for the past 100 years or so. So we're telling you the truth because it is the hottest temperature in 100 years. Well, that's a good thing because 100, 150 years ago, the Earth was finally wrapping up the Little Ice Age, which was the coldest time period of the past 10,000 years. If temperatures weren't warming now, we'd be in trouble. But the fact is, for most of the time period that human civilization has existed, 1,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago, temperatures were significantly warmer than today, and the United Nations admits it. By the way, June in St. Louis, one of the coolest Junes we've ever had.
one of the coolest. We had temperatures in the 50s some nights. And yet they're telling us we're walking around on the hottest planet ever. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty incredible. Typical June weather in St. Louis, 81 to 88, rarely falling below 72 or exceeding 95. Well, if you go day by day through the temperatures of St. Louis for this past month, June of 2023, you'll find that it was pretty nice. In fact, it was it was real nice. I enjoyed the nice, cool weather. As I said, we had a, one night of 57 degrees. We had highs in the 70s. Hottest planet on the Earth? I mean, the hottest planet in the solar system? I don't think so. One of the most comfortable June months we've ever had. So what's all the alarmism? And we thank people like James Taylor, who's responsible. But Mr. Ed thinks it's an existential crisis. It is an existential issue. Mm -hmm. It is an issue where people today are dying. 15 million a year die because of the lack of air quality. 10 million people are dying every year around the world because of extreme heat. It's getting hotter. There are going to be more intensive weather events, and it will cost us an awful lot more money. So as that happens, as people see their farms, you know, the crops ripped away or their homes destroyed, you watch the pressure grow. And I believe we're in a transformational moment. I think this will be one of, if not but it'll be one of the top three issues in the 24 presidential election. No question in my mind. No question in his mind. None. (laughs) We're so happy that there's no question in his mind that climate change will be one of the top issues. But unfortunately for him, every poll that you see out there doesn't even mention climate. Economy remains the top policy priority, always will, always will. Inflation, if you want to say that's any different, it's really not. I suppose inflation's the same. Economy, inflation. Security and safety, those are issues at the top. It's pretty amazing. But none of it, none of it includes climate change. How did we get there? So economic uncertainty is at the top. Preserving democracy is the second highest priority for the voters. No other issue even broke double digits, though health care was third. Immigration, fourth. So climate change wasn't in the top four. But he says it's going to be right up there. Remember, here are some of the claims the Democrats have made regarding climate change and backed by science, they claimed. And I can thank a buddy of mine. He sent me this. In the 1960s, all oil will be gone in 10 years. 
Did that work? In the 1970s, they said another ice age in 10 years. In the 1980s, acid rain would destroy all the crops in 10 years. Here's Mr. Ed talking about the crops being ripped out from the farmers again. The 1990s, you recall, the ozone layer was going to be destroyed in 10 years. In the 2000s, the ice caps will be completely gone in 10 years. That was Al Gore. In the 2010s, the Pacific Islands will be underwater in 10 years. Everything was going to be underwater, if you recall. That's why Obama ran out and bought a beachfront mansion. Because while he preached climate change, he knew he was lying. So, Mr. Ed, how hot is it? The, the, the climate crisis is growing by the day. This will be the hottest June and July. It'll be the hottest summer. It'll be the hottest year. And we all know that because the science is telling it to us and because Mother Earth is responding by telling us exactly what's going on. We all know that, he said. But we don't know that. And those other numbers he pulled out, 10 million people have died from uh, poor air quality. Give me that stat. Back that up with any facts whatsoever. Of course he doesn't, and the lame media sits there and carries his water for him and doesn't even ask. Where'd you come up with that? Because his answer would be, right out of my ass. That's where I came up with it. I pull a lot of stuff out of my ass. I'm Mr. Ed, John Kerry, the talking horse. Kerry walks into the bar, and the bartender says, so why the long face? He is so full of crap. And then in his arrogant and pompous nature, he travels on private jets because he's important. Folks, when are you going to pay attention? Here comes the media again, fear-mongering at their best. That's what they do. They're bought and paid for by pathetic, insane liberalism. Kathy Hochul, Hockel, Hochul, Hekel, the New York governor. Oh, my goodness, we better all run out and build ourselves an ark. We can stand up and it, using every bit of our power, mobilizing to fight the ravages of climate change. Because, again, these are unprecedented weather events that keep hitting us over and over and over again. So we must change our behavior as a planet, as a country, as a state, and in our own homes. Change the way we live, says Kathy Hochul. Unprecedented weather events, she says. Unprecedented. Are they really unprecedented? I don't think so. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Oh, good morning, Mr. Slayton. I was good until you had this great show and got me revved up. Well, that gets you revved up when you hear nothing but lies, and then you hear them trying to hide a movie from us. And then lie to us. Their new their new crusade after COVID is now the climate existential existential crisis. Everything's existential with these people. They don't know any other word. Do you know what that word means? It just means real. Existent. Look it up. Existential is just a fancy three syllable word for real. It's a real threat. And it means it also means um, illiterate liberals. Yeah. And speaking, I'm glad you brought that up because. That's why I was trying not to call. I was having a good morning and I was listening. And it, and you keep bringing up the point about liberalism. Look how it truly is a mental disorder. The own movie theater at the risk of losing money, the complete opposite of why you're in business, shuts down the most popular movie <laughs> in America, refunds people's money to lie, 
And Disney has lost $900 billion in the last four movies it's released. They have a very successful movie in Sound of Freedom, and they're calling people or notifying them, returning their money because they can't stand the good messages. Well, keep in mind, Disney passed on this movie. So yeah. this this wasn't released by Disney. They passed on it. They had the chance. It was all theirs, and they said no. No, so, but it, and it's just and you keep repeating. This is my point. And excuse me for cutting you off. That liberalism is mental disorder. It is the enemy of humanity, and it is the true pandemic that we need to get rid of. We need to eradicate it from our country, any means necessary. And I mean that. I would agree with that. I, I would agree <laughs> that liberalism is much more dangerous to this country than. The terrorists, than any Al-Qaeda group, any one of them, ISIS, liberals are much more dangerous to this country than ISIS is. How many problems have liberals caused this country, and how many problems has ISIS caused this country? The terrorists attacked us one time. The liberals attack us every single day. Hourly. Hourly. They're funding ISIS. They're giving, they gave them billions of dollars and weapons, ammunition. The moron, the head liberal in charge is sending ammunition bombs that he, that he just admitted were short on and they're not reproducing overseas to fight a, a useless war. Well, it, his, his PR hack, uh, Saki 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 claimed that using those kinds of bombs is a war crime. So if Russia right. used them, it was a war crime, she said, and now we're sending them to Ukraine to be used against Russia? We're nothing but war criminals. You could write a thousand-page book about this. Everything that they come out and say is bad. The cluster bombs are against humanity, shouldn't be used. And then they turn around and produce them and then send them overseas to be used. I mean, this is insanity. It's literally insane. Keep in mind, though, that when those bombs blow up, it's not the deaths they cause. It's the septic tanks they've blown up. (laughs) And it's true. It's not the death. I would rather be dead than be missing two of my limbs, three of my limbs, be paralyzed. That's the destruction. It, it, It causes more damage than just killing and hurting these people. They are so destructive because... It does. It's a cluster. It goes out in several directions. It it destroys everything but your target that you actually aim at. It's it, it's incredible. It is insane. All it's right, good insane. stuff, Matt. Appreciate, appreciate the call. Keep it up, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. By the way, Winsome Fears, the lieutenant governor of Virginia, said that students are going to need an additional four and a half months of math, over four months of reading instruction, just to recover, just to get back to basics. Liberalism, the death knell of this country, and there is no question. There's no question about it. Well, we heard Kathy Hockuel tell you to change your way of life. Let's go back to James Taylor, the president of the Health Institute. James, should we be building arcs? The truth is that peer-reviewed study after peer-reviewed study based upon objective data shows that where you have predominantly natural streams and rivers, there has been no increase in flooding. To the limited extent that there's been any increase in flooding, it's when we have channeled rivers, channeled streams, but anything left in its natural state, rivers or streams, is showing none of that. So once again, Kathy Hockel and her unprecedented weather events, the flooding is another lie. 
Streams and rivers, when left in their natural habitat, do not cause any more flooding than they ever have. It's incredible when you actually hear the truth. But unfortunately, the CNNs of the world, the MSNBCs of the world, and by the way, if you watch them, you deserve everything you get. Because you're watching a pack of lies, a pack of fear mongers. Fox joins in on the fear mongering from time to time. They certainly did on COVID. It's absolutely incredible. And here's the latest breaking news regarding the vaccine from Sandra Smith at Fox. And we are just getting word of this now regarding the COVID vaccine. The CDC is now saying that there has been enough cases of people who have had the vaccine, received the vaccine and then suffered a stroke. The agency will now be investigating any potential links between the shots and strokes in some of those patients. Unbelievable. So they keep telling us that the vaccines are safe. Even today, they keep criticizing RFK Jr. He's an anti-vaxxer. You can't believe anything he says. He's dangerous. And yet he's right. And in, in truth, people like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or myself or anyone else who speaks the truth is dangerous. We're very dangerous to liberalism because liberalism is a lie. Everything about it is a lie. Everything about the people that espouse it is a lie. And so when you hit them with the truth, it's like holding a crucifix up to a vampire. The truth really scares them away. They run for cover when you shine the truth on them. Everything about that mental disorder is a lie. So please don't let me hear anybody criticize Scientology until you've criticized liberalism. Because it's far more dangerous, it infects far more people than COVID or Scientology. Liberalism is the death knell of this country. They are born to lie. They carry out their life's mission and lie every time they open their mouth. They never, ever Say anything that's truthful. That's incredible. I will give them credit for that. That's a streak that's to be admired. That you can go years upon years and never tell the truth about anything. The truth is, they should all be jailed. Every one of these political hack liberals who lie in front of cameras every single day about climate change, about COVID, every one of them should be jailed. Because they are a natural disaster. They are treasonous in their behavior and their lies. I can guarantee you, in any rational thinking person's mind, that liberals belong in jail much more than January 6th demonstrators do. And yet, who's in jail and who's not? Liberalism should be declared a crime in this country. We need a Republican Congress and a Republican president to draw up a statute declaring liberalism to be like communism. We need to outlaw it. Because actually it is communism, it's fascism, it's communism, it's all of those things rolled into one under one heading. They've combined all of it. Liberalism, fascism, Nazism, it's all under one tent now. It's liberalism. And that's what these people are. On top of everything else, they're freaking evil.
I mean, these are evil, evil, demented people. You thought Hitler was nuts? As nuts as Hitler was, and his ungodly hatred for one ethnicity group, these people hate everyone. I mean, they're they're nuttier than any person, any single person, any ideology in the history of mankind. Liberals are crazier and more evil than the worst you can imagine in, in past history. Whether it's Stalin or Biden, liberals are, are, are Stalin, I put Biden in there as I should, Stalin or Hitler or Biden or Obama, they're all one and the same. They have the same ideology. They don't care who they destroy. Would you rather have yourself murdered by the government or have your whole life destroyed as Biden's regime does to people? You might as well be dead. What they've done to people is unconscionable. And what they're doing to children, what this regime has done to children, ranks almost to the level of the Holocaust. We'll see when all the facts come out. It may be worse than the Holocaust. When we find out the the, the bottom line truth to all of the child sex trafficking that has been enabled by this government, it could easily be worse than the Holocaust when all is said and done and all the dust settles. And then the United States gets to lay claim to that. And when you watch this nitwit wrestling with a beach chair, Katie Hyde is a reporter for Substack. Do you have to find it laughable, Katie? You have to laugh at things like this, but ultimately, it's not fun at all to see the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, being so weak and so feeble at all times. For him to be so tired showing up to a NATO event that he can't even go to the dinner and wheel and deal and go toe-to-toe with all the other leaders. You know, it's pretty apropos, I would say, actually, that he skipped the NATO dinner when NATO's been eating our lunch for years. And Joe Biden's not there to put these people in their place and show our allies we're strong and we're here. Who knows if he removed himself from that or if his handler said, you know what, you're going to say some embarrassing things at the dinner that we'd rather not have to defend, so let's just keep you there. Maybe he heard that they weren't going to serve ice cream and he decided he had better things to do it's really hard to know exactly why he didn't go but it's very evident that he is weak and he is not able to do the things that the other leaders can do it's completely obvious that's the third state dinner type event in a foreign country that he's now missed the third i don't know of another president who's missed one unless they were deathly ill This guy's missed three because he doesn't have the energy level to go to a free dinner. If someone calls me up and wants to pay for my dinner, and it's quite a lavish dinner, I'm going, even if I'm sick. But I'm sure as hell not going to claim that I'm too tired. You're supposed to be the president of the United States. You can't move a beach chair, and now you can't go to a free dinner. In addition to that, Mr. Devout Catholic Biden, who loves to kill babies, can't even pronounce one of the books of the Bible. He doesn't understand that the Psalms are things of beauty, first of all, but that the Psalms are not the palms. The palms is a restaurant, 
a famous restaurant. The palm of your hand is the same thing. But the book in the Bible is the Psalms. Let's hear from the palmist. And if we do, and I'm sure we can, we can proclaim the palmist with the palmist who wrote these following words. The Lord is my strength and my shield. Let's call the palmist. Maybe the palmist can lead us in prayer. (laughs) This guy is a running joke that has run its course. The palmist. And there are people, liberals, who actually think he's a nice guy. This is how deranged liberalism makes you. You can say what you want. You can claim, well, you know, Kevin, liberalism isn't so bad. I'm a liberal, and I don't want to see the, the, the country come to its knees. But Joe Biden's a good guy. They actually say that. They actually think that. If you were selling a product in this country, I would want my audience, all of the people I'm calling on, to be liberals. Because you can sell them anything. They'll buy anything. Just bullshit them and lie to them, and they'll soak it up, and they'll swallow it, and they'll give you extra money probably. Here, here's a little extra for, little extra bonus for you selling me all this bullshit. They'll be glad. Just go take them a pill and tell them this cures everything. They'll buy it. Liberals are, are easily the most naive people in history. They'll believe anything you tell them especially if it's anti-America. And if it's anti-mega-Republican. The palmist has spoken. Molly Hemingway, how embarrassing is it to watch this clown in action? And they act like if they just say that everything's fine, that the American people will think that everything's fine. There's a truth here, though, that the campaign... Um, might you might say it's being run fine. And that's because really the corporate media run the Biden campaign. Mm. That's what they did in 2020. Remember, he barely campaigned. And when he did, it was an epic disaster. And yet the media did such a good job of running it for him. They're probably just counting on the media doing it again. I guarantee you they're counting on the media doing it again. Why? Because the media does it again. They do it every single day. Imagine a media that actually is so activist that they're trying to prevent people from going to see a movie about child trafficking. How do these people go home at night? These male members of the media, how do you go home to a wife who we would think would be the kinder of the two and face your wife who has borne your children and say to her, well, I did my duty today. I tried to keep people from going to see a movie on child sex trafficking so that I can protect the Hollywood elites, and I can protect the Washington elites, all of the sexual predators in both of those areas. I did my job today to protect them. How do you face your wife if she's any kind of a human being and any kind of a mother? But that's what these people have to do because that's what they're selling. How do you... Defend a guy who turns his back on his four-year-old granddaughter. How do you go home and tell your wife that? Let's say that you're old enough to be a grandpa. You go home and tell your wife, the grandmother of your children, children's children, 
Hey, by the way, I took care of those those people today. I, I, I really embarrassed them because they're hitting poor Joe Biden about being a rotten grandfather. Dave is up. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Kevin, good morning. I'll keep it short. First of all, I have always been a huge Jim Caviezel fan. Uh, he was in a series on uh, TV called Person of Interest. I don't know if you've ever saw it, Kevin, but it's basically where his character is rescued by another guy, and the, this machine spits out numbers that you know it's going to take somebody's life. And Caviezel's just a, a, a hero in it. So if you ever get a chance to watch it, just check it out. I think it was on five seasons. I thought it was a a, a great show just because I love him. And uh, what network was, was it on? Uh, I think it was on uh, uh, CBS. Okay. If it was on Netflix, I'll never see it because I refuse Netflix. Since the Obamas are investors, I'm not giving them a penny of my money. Uh, if you, uh, I don't know if you've heard of, uh, and I hate it because Amazon owns it, but it's a free subscription called Freevee, F-R-E-E-V-E-E-E. Uh, it's it's free to uh, download the app. Uh, I know person of interest is on that. Well, I have nothing against Amazon. I, I don't like the fact that Amazon has closed the malls of in, in this country. I hate that. But that's just capitalism. Uh, anything to do with Obama is another story altogether. Right. No, I, I agree with you there. Uh, and then also uh, he, uh, Jim Caviezel was in The Count of Monte Cristo. I don't know if you ever saw that. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Kind of starts out slow. Kevin, it's another good movie you got to check out. I've loved Jim Caviezel since his work in The Passion of the Christ, and he's a believer. He's a true believer and a, and a crusader for Christianity, and I love the guy. So check out those two things. Nobody will be disappointed. All right, Dave, thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Loving the sports show too, my friend. Appreciate that very much. All right, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, we're on um, every day at noon, noon to 2, of course, in the Monster Energy Drink, stl-cars.com, Kings Court. That's our sports show that we air at noon every single day right here. Same way. You can watch it this, or listen to it the same way. You can see the uh, or hear the podcast the same way as well. People have asked me, where can I find the podcast? Same thing. Go to the same places, but it's under Monster Energy Drink, Kings Court, and you'll find it there. That's where you find the sports podcast, Monster Energy Drink, Kings Court. Well, Molly Hemingway's correct. They're going to try to have the media run Biden's campaign for him again. But the images that we see every day are different than they were four years ago. Senator Marco Rubio, I'm imagining our adversaries watching this video of Biden wrestling a beach chair on the beach and coming away feeling empowered. Imagine right now if you are a Communist Party of China leader sitting in Beijing. Because you read and you watch the press. You see all of these things. So here's what you've seen over the weekend. Cocaine was found at the White House. Then the president, you know, had this fight with a with a beach chair uh, over there, and he, he just looked like he could barely move. Then he goes to London and embarrasses himself. Uh, and then the report tonight, and you add to that all the other things that have happened. Look, they, some of your viewers aren't going to like what I'm about to say, some of them anyways. On the human side, you feel bad for the guy. You do. It's not his fault that he's 80. It's not his fault. I mean, but you also have to acknowledge that our friends, our allies around the world see all of this, and their confidence is shaken about the person in charge. And our enemies see it, too, like China, and they are emboldened by it. They will be emboldened by it. Yeah, I'm one of the people that disagree with you about feeling for him. It's not his fault. Yes, it is his fault. It's not his fault that he's demented or that he's 80. It's his fault that he ran for president. 
under those conditions. That's his fault. It's his fault that he's so pro-abortion. That's his fault. It's his fault that he's a pedophile and a pedophile enabler. That's his fault. That has nothing to do with being demented. That has to do with him being an evil, corrupt son of a bitch. That's what he is. And he can mumble and stumble all he wants and blame it on dementia. He's a rotten to the core Nazi. That's what he is. And he's always been that. Biden isn't any different than he's always been. The media has created an image for him like Hollywood could never do. But all you have to do is pay attention, and you know what he is. He'll help you out. Bring your young daughter around him or your young granddaughter. He'll help you real quickly show you exactly who he is. It's so bad that these liberals are dragging out an old bag of bones like Chris Matthews and trotting him out on MSNBC where they fired him. Remember, this is the guy who said that Obama gave him a wet feeling down his leg. That's how perverted these people are. And now he's comparing O'Biden, who Marco Rubio feels sorry for, to FDR. We're doing a great job in world leadership, probably at the level of FDR or Eisenhower. We're holding the world together. <laughs> he really said that. We're holding the world together much like Eisenhower and FDR, because that's how Biden's taking us on the international stage. Does anyone agree with that? I mean, anyone. No. Does Matthews believe it? No. But he's been out of work for a while since he made some of his perverted remarks on MSNBC, so maybe he'll get back in their good graces by making an outrageously stupid statement. The only connection... And the only similarity between Biden and FDR is that they're both white and neither can walk. In FDR's case, he had a good reason. He had polio. In Biden's case, he's an old man who's lost it. But the only similarity is they're both white. So with all of the stuff going on over in Europe, you might think, well, at least they're solving the cocaine mystery here in Washington, D.C. at the White House, right? So while they're over there, the little black lesbian, Karine Jean-Pierre, was asked if there are any updates. And in keeping with her style, she said this. I don't have any updates. As you know, as you just mentioned, Secret Service is under their purview. They're certainly investigating uh, the situation. I just don't have anything updated. I would, I would refer you to the Secret Service on that particular question. Of course you would. It's under their purview, after all. When she learns a new word, man, she takes it out for a ride. And it's a long ride. It's not just from St. Louis to Columbia. It's St. Louis to New York. She's taking that purview out there for a long ride. It's under their purview. That makes me smart because I said purview. I didn't call it authority. It's under their authority. But I'll say purview. I sound smarter. Their purview. You want to see a bunch of dodging? Watch the hearings today when Christopher Ray. <laughs> is in front of the House Judiciary Committee. I can already tell you his answers. Well, that's an ongoing investigation, and I can't comment on that. Well, that's a, 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 an employment matter that we can't comment on. That's a personnel file uh, that we can't comment on that either. We can't comment on anything because I'm a, what I consider to be a slick, 
slimy little politician. That's me, Christopher Ray, the most corrupt head of the FBI in its history. But he won't say that last part. So speaking of the uh, Secret Service, Karine Jean-Pierre, I thought they were supposed to have a meeting to brief Congress today on the updates on the cocaine investigation. But Jesse Waters has uh, some people in Washington who say it's been postponed. Secret Service was supposed to brief Congress on their investigation tomorrow, but now they're pushing it back to Thursday. Why? Well, the director of the Secret Service, Kimberly Cheadle, she's the one responsible for the cocaine investigation. Secret Service sources say she's not a serious director. She's a, quote, big zero. If there's a cover-up, she's in on it. Remember, the Secret Service falls under the Treasury Department. So Janet Yellen is Cheadle's boss. Yellen, the one who hid the 150 suspicious Biden wire transfers for two years. How deep is the corruption? The same one who bowed like a bobblehead to the second in command of the Chinese when she was over in China. Doesn't that bother every American? I don't care if you've voted Democrat all your life. Doesn't that rub you the wrong way that these liberals are bowing to the Chinese in every possible way? Doesn't it tell you that they're all enriching themselves from the Chinese government and Communist Party? Who else would bow? Would you bow to anyone else unless they're giving you a lot of money to do so? Show me that you're my subservient, that you are subservient to me and you are actually my servant, Janet Yellen. Bow. Bow, you old bag. Bow. And sure enough, she did. Three times. Then later on, she bowed to another Chinese official. She was a bowing machine over there. Jeez. Marco Rubio, do they know whose cocaine it is yet? At any given time, if you asked uh, the security people at the White House who was in the White House at 12.35 p.m., I'm just using that time, on a Friday afternoon, they can tell you every single person that goes in there is logged in, is logged out. They know where the president is at all times. They know where the family is at all times. So the idea that someone would walk into the White House with with cocaine powder, drop it off somewhere... And they not know, or at least be able to narrow it down to the 25 people on the planet who were in that area or had access to that area during a confined, during a defined period of time is ridiculous. It's absurd. It's just not true. Of course it's not true. As I said yesterday, if you find donut crumbs at Chris Christie's house, you, what are you saying? Chris Christie's donuts, right? Of course. If you find empty bottles of vodka at Nancy Pelosi's house, or if you find full bottles, whose vodka is it? Hers. If you find a bottle of Jeremiah weed at my house, it's mine. But if we find cocaine in the home of the most famous coke addict in history, we're to believe it's not his? And in fact, we don't know whose it is? If someone left cocaine at my house, if I had a party, let's say, and someone left cocaine at my house, I would have an idea who left it there within five minutes because I'd start asking people. I don't have the authority of the Secret Service. I don't have the investigative tools that they have. And I could find out within five minutes who left cocaine at my house. If I had a lab and I could run the DNA and fingerprints on the bag, I'd find it out even sooner. Well, they have that lab. 
And from what we understand, they did run the fingerprints and the DNA. Then why don't you have your answer? The truth is they do have their answer, but in closed-door meetings that they don't want us to hear about, they're determining who they're going to blame. Because if they tell the truth, and it's Hunter Biden, then his plea deal goes kaput. If it's Joe Biden, then we've got a cokehead in the White House, not just staying there, but living there. So there's no way they're taking the hit. But the fact that they won't tell us who did it means they did it. Do you need any more? Do you need a a two-by-four across the head to wake you up? Of course it's the Biden's cocaine. Of course it's Hunter Biden's cocaine. Jeez. Larry Kudlow thinks Biden's in some trouble, but it's not cocaine. Joe Biden is in a heap of trouble. He faces bribery charges at home that are based on fact, not fiction. This is no Hillary Clinton campaign made-up story. This is senior whistleblowers and bank accounts from the Treasury and audio tapes that have surfaced from FBI reports, even though the FBI has tried desperately to cover them up. Meanwhile, Mr. Biden has chosen to boycott the NATO dinner tonight, which is unheard of for a U.S. president, leading not only the largest country and the biggest military power in the alliance, but also its principal financier. He's saying no to Ukraine-NATO membership. Okay, you may have a point there, but he's not even going to talk to Zelensky and the others about this decision. This bad boy behavior comes right after his Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, was caught on camera bowing and scraping before the number two Chinese communist. So let me get this right. We're bowing to the Chinese and boycotting our allies. Does anybody get that? Does anybody understand that? Sure, I understand it, Larry. Bowing to the Chinese because we're taking payments from them, not you and me, but the Bidens and his cronies. And skipping out on NATO because of his own arrogance and incompetence. He doesn't want to be speaking to any of those people. You saw him try to speak among the leaders of the NATO nations yesterday with note cards in his hand. He couldn't even read those. So why would you send him out to a huge dinner that's bound to get big-time publicity and the dumbass will say something that will cause World War III? Larry Cuddle will sum up Bidenomics for us because according to Biden and the liberal media, the economy is booming. Mr. Biden faces a slumping economy and a sticky inflation problem as real wages keep sinking and the middle-class blue-collar working folks are in full revolt. Witness the UAW leadership, which is skewering President Biden because of severe cuts to auto workers' wages resulting from Biden's radical climate policies. Did you see that the other day? The UAW is furious at Biden. He just lost that endorsement. So Mr. Union has pissed off all the unions. He's caused high-paying union jobs to go away from the pipeline to the UAW and everything in between. He aborts babies quicker than he kills union jobs. This guy's one of the worst human beings ever created. And every word that Larry Kudlow just spoke about Bidenomics is true. Absolutely true. 
And regarding the little girl, the granddaughter, the story that just won't go away, that keeps haunting Biden and the liberals because the, the liberal media thinks we're bad to bring it up. I think Kellyanne Conway pointed out best that Biden is so confused about what should bear or who should bear his name. Joe Biden somehow thinks he has to put his name on his failed economic policies, mm-hmm. Bidenomics, but won't put a name on his granddaughter. Uh, I think I think she is much better than his failed economy to be bearing the Biden name. Carpe diem, Kellyanne Conway. Can you imagine? It won't it won't stop because you have people like Jake Tapper. Here's a guy who I was talking earlier who has to go home to his wife every night, talk about how he promotes child pedophiles, how he tries to keep people from seeing a movie about child sex trafficking. And then how he refers to a four-year-old granddaughter of a president, making a complete ass out of himself. For the sake of fairness, that Navy's mom, uh, uh, who, you know, had the... uh incident with Hunter that resulted in this in this beautiful child, uh, she has uh, been caught up in some far-right mm. folks. In the interest of fairness, Jake Tapper wants to tell you that Navy's mom has been caught up in some far-right folks. We don't even know what that means, of course. What, she dated a MAGA Republican? What does that have to do with anything? She could have dated the QAnon leader. What would that have to do with Biden turning his back on his granddaughter? The answer is nothing, but that's how desperate Tapper is to somehow excuse Biden's behavior, his grotesque behavior. Well, she, uh, in in the interest of fairness, I mean, she was caught up in some far-right folks. (laughs) Doesn't even mean anything. (laughs) The incident, he called it an incident. It's not an incident. You had an affair. He slept with her. That's not an incident. Kellyanne Conway knows that. But they're also worried about the optics instead of the morality. They're also worried about how bad it looks for the erstwhile family man. So Dan Abash and others want us to think that Joe Biden's a family man. Okay. Um, Let's talk about Hunter Biden. He had an affair, not an incident, by the way. He had an affair Mm-hmm. with this woman, London Roberts, right after apparently he broke up with his deceased brother's widow. Follow along, everyone. Yeah. That would be his ex-sister-in-law and then affair. The prior incident. Thank you, prior <laughs> incident. Prior the man of incidents. <laughs> or just- I think it'd be a great opportunity for Hunter himself to step up and man up and show us that he is a reformed person from all of his travails. Mm. And he's not capable of doing that. Instead, he flew to Arkansas on a friend's private plane to cry poor to a judge that he couldn't afford $20,000 or so a month. And in fact, got that reduced. Yeah, but let's not forget that. An Arkansas judge actually reduced that. This little granddaughter of Biden's, has been victimized so many times already by the Biden family and by the court system, it's, it'll be a miracle if she grows up sane. The judicial system in this country has let her down. Her grandfather has embarrassed himself and her. Her father is a walking crackhead and apparently still is. When Kellyanne Conway says it would be nice to see Hunter Biden man up with regard to his daughter, 
He won't even man up with his cocaine. He's back to coking it. He's one of the most pathetic human beings ever. And so all of these things are happening, buzzing around the head of Heels Up Harris, and she wants to talk about transportation. What's all this transportation talk, Heels Up? This issue of transportation is fundamentally about just making sure that people have the ability to get where they need to go. (laughs) She defined transportation for Pete Buttigieg there. Transportation is all about people being able to get where they need to go. Well, I'll be dadgummed. Now I've got it solved for me. That's one of the greatest issues of my lifetime. What is transportation? The ability of people to get where they want to go, courtesy of Heels Up Harris. Huh. I'm glad to know that. Thank you, Heels Up. That's about as embarrassing as the new Fox promo where they have Laura Ingram, Waters, Hannity, and Gutfeld walking toward the camera like they're four badasses, especially Waters, who has his arms out from his side like he's a tough guy. And then they have Hannity standing looking sideways with his hands on his hips like he's some athlete who just hit a home run. And then they show them all walking away. Who comes up with this stuff? Fox has become a laughing stock. They somehow think that the disaster, the ratings disaster that has befallen them over the firing of Tucker Carlson is going to somehow be cured by moving around the pieces. It isn't going to help. Andrew Bailey is the Attorney General for the State of Missouri. Our research assistant has been following this lawsuit very closely. And Andrew Bailey is no shrinking violet. Not only did he go after Biden over this idiocy of student loan forgiveness and that kind of nonsense, but also the censorship. He's a part of that lawsuit with regard to the censorship, and he's proven that Biden colluded with big tech and to the to the satisfaction of a judge who has now issued an order that tells Biden and his regime, that means the entire regime, that there is a series of things he is prohibiting them from doing. And it's not it's not good stuff for them. There's virtually nothing they can't do anymore with regard to the Social media folks. Thank goodness. Somebody finally sat in there. The judge prohibited meeting with them, emailing, flagging, calling, collaborating, threatening, urging, following up, issuing bolos for censored content with social media. And this is all the result of the work of Andrew Bailey and others. But he is at the forefront. You wonder why is this lawsuit so important, Andrew Bailey? 
We're not going to let the White House or any other federal entity destroy free speech in America. That's what this lawsuit's all about. We've uncovered a vast censorship enterprise, a relationship of coercion and collusion between federal officials and big tech social media to silence American voices. It was illegal. They only silenced conservative voices. And everything they suppressed that we've uncovered in our lawsuit thus far also happened to be true. And so that's why this court order of July 4th was so important to preserve the legacy of freedom enshrined in the First Amendment. Carpe diem, Andrew Bailey. So true. Now, Andrew Bailey, we've seen the pushback from the government. Are you really trying to prevent the government from keeping us all safe? No, it's ironic that the very people who claim to be protecting us from misinformation are spreading misinformation about what this court order does. All this court order does is say the federal government can't censor core political speech. The federal government can't coordinate to censor uh, protected speech. They can't violate the Constitution. That's what this is all about. And so, the, you know, their notice of appeal is really an intent to continue violating the right to free speech. And that's why we, the court struck it down yesterday. And I'll also point out that the court opined that the Department of Justice failed to put on any evidence or make any argument that any lawful behavior was inhibited or curtailed by this uh, court order that was handed down on July 4th. Not only that, but the American Medical Association, I don't know if you've seen this, the American Medical Association is pushing back against uh, Andrew Bailey and others, and he's none too happy with them. Shame on the American Medical Association for not taking the right stand on this issue. History will not look kindly upon that position. We know there are zero FDA approvals or clinical assessments showing the effectiveness or safety of gender, uh, of, uh, you know, puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones to, to treat gender dysphoria. The, certainly the uh, European nations that have curtailed these procedures recognize that uh, up to a decade ago. And so, you know, th- this is a, a terrible policy position for the AMA to be taking. I'm proud to live in a state that took a stand and have a general assembly that said no to this kind of uh, gender mutilation and experimentation on the children in the state of Missouri. We put a stop to it. Our investigation's ongoing, and we're going to hold any wrongdoers accountable. A lot of families are going to start moving to states like Missouri and Florida that enact laws like that, that you're not going to allow schools and teachers to be advocates to your children to butcher themselves sexually. These are sick people who are involved in this. These are liberals. Remember how dangerous liberalism is? how corrupt it is, how insane it is. Don't ever forget. If you've got a television set in front of you, you're watching Biden. He looks like some sort of a trained monkey, chimpanzee, meandering around with people trying to point him in the right direction. Over here, monkey. Over here. No, not that way, this way. I'm ready for him to start scratching himself. He's a... He's the bitch for Zelensky. We know that. And and Zelensky is insisting that they bring Ukraine into NATO. Who are you, dude? You're a corrupt thug. Speaking of corrupt thugs, did you see what's going on in Washington, D.C. between the city council and Mayor Muriel Bowser? I mean, it's actually kind of funny. I'm always glad to see Bowser get into dispute. But a councilman there by the name of Phil Mendelson said on Friday that you can get away with murder in this city, meaning Washington, D.C. And then he was asked about it, and he pointed out the numbers don't lie. 
The statistics speak for themselves. In 2022, only 35% of homicides were closed via arrest that same year. How do you think it resonates when you see, or the ramifications, when you so, say you can get away with murder in D.C.? So I shouldn't point out that 65% of the homicides that occurred last year were not closed last year with an arrest. I shouldn't point that out. And the reason why I'm pointing it out is because folks... Are, are looking at the council to solve this. I don't have a badge to make arrests. I don't have a badge to investigate. You can't get away with murder here. We will catch you. The easy way out is to, to point fingers at someone else about what's going on or when there's a problem, but that's not what we're about at MPD. That was the chief of police, the Metropolitan Police Department in Washington, D.C. Contrary to his statement, yes, you can get away with murder in Washington, D.C. And a councilman had the statistics to back it up. All the police chief has is a bunch of rhetoric, a bunch of big mouth nothing stuff. Why don't you admit it? You're either undermanned, underfunded, or grossly incompetent at your job. But it's nothing else. And all of your bold statements from all these jackasses like this police chief, oh, you can't get away with murder here, we'll catch you. But you're not catching them. And if you happen to catch them, they walk. So Bowser decided to weigh in on it. It's a miracle she's paying attention. I'm not going to pay too much attention to asinine statements, um, but I, w I am watching what he does. If he's concerned about crime, as we all are, we need to make sure when the police say we need more police, you don't defund them. When the police say they need certain policies and procedures to hold people accountable, you support them. So I'm not going to pay attention to a Friday night. I'm going to give him the benefit of doubt. Maybe it was after a late dinner or something. Oh, maybe he was drunk. Maybe you're just a liar. All of a sudden now you want to fund the police? You're one of the winches that was standing front and center with that imbecile in New York defunding police. You were his buddy. You were painting stuff on the streets. Black Lives Matter. That was you, Bowser. You and de Blasio and Al Sharpton. Now all of a sudden, you're preaching to the city council that when the police say don't defund us, don't defund us? You called for that. Not the city council member. I don't know if he's a Democrat or Republican. Don't much care. He's telling the truth. But that big mouth... She's another incompetent nitwit running a city that is dying, smoldering under crime because of her policies. She's another black mayor who runs an urban area right into the ground. There's a theme here. Now, I don't know that you can say black leadership in these urban areas is just always bad, but the record says it is. And it's because, without question in my mind, you're picking the wrong black people to lead you. We could pick the wrong white people to lead us and we get the same results. Look at Biden. But the people in these cities that are, that are voting, you need, as I've always said, if you're just going to vote for someone based on the color of their skin and they have to be black, which appears obvious to you or to me as to how you vote, then vote for people like Andrew Jones in St. Louis. What is wrong with the people of St. Louis? You're desperate to vote for only black people, then vote for him and others like him.
Quit voting for the same incompetent criminals. It's incredible that this city of St. Louis and its part of its county voted for Cory Bush. That's unbelievable. That is a stain you can never wipe away. You can't, you're stuck with it for the history of your city. You can't erase it. You voted for Cory Bush. You voted for Tashara Jones. I mean, you can't erase those kinds of things. You voted for Lacey Clay for 50 years, but at least he wasn't as corrupt as these people. Well, he might have been as corrupt, but he wasn't as stupid. He wasn't as incompetent. You're the people who vote along racial lines. It's black voters who do that, not white voters. It's pretty incredible, isn't it? And let's never forget that it was Bowser, as our research assistant points out, who, along with Donna Brazil, were the ones who went to the hospital to claim Seth Rich's belongings after they brought his dead body in. Remember, he's one who suffered a Clinton suicide. Why was Bowser and why was Brazil at the hospital claiming his cell phone and other personal belongings? And who are they to claim them, by the way? It's incredible stuff. So you want to keep voting for these people? Be my guest. You'll keep getting the same results. They're infested with crime. I'm, I was I had the TV on watching the uh, NATO news conference with Zelensky, and all these people, all of the leaders, have suits on, as heads of state should. And this clown shows up in a golf shirt. This bum showed up in front of Congress in a sweatshirt. He's nothing but a corrupt thug who's lecturing all of these other nations how they need to bring NATO, him into NATO. Based on what? Ryan is up. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Kevin, good morning to you, boss. Uh, So I'd like to touch on what you just said about the black voters. And God love you for saying it because, you know, stating facts is not racist. And that's what these these people don't seem to understand. Um, And when I say that, go back to even when Obama ran for president. If the facts are exactly what they are, the year before, excuse me, the election before, the black vote was down in the dumps. It was very low. All of a sudden, Obama runs for president, and it skyrockets. Whether you think he was a viable candidate or not, don't tell me that that man did not get a lot of votes simply because he was black. Well, of course. Same for Kamala Harris. Same for, you know, if Kamala Harris got... It was a she was only on the ticket because of her skin color. You know it. I know it. And they know it, too. The difference is they don't care. No, what what blows me away is if you're going to be a bigoted voter and vote only because of the color of someone's skin, if you're a Klansman and you vote only because it's a white person, even though that white person is a complete derelict and incompetent boob, then you deserve what you get. But by the same token, let's be honest about the black voters. If you're going to vote for someone just because they're black, vote for a competent black voter, a competent black leader, not one of Agreed. these idiots. 
Yes. No, you're 100% right. And if you go back in the history, um, it's it's the black voters, though, that have still uh, been brainwashed because they'll vote, for, they'll vote for a black candidate, but they vote for these liberal black candidates. You look at the, the conservatives that have been that have ran over the years. They're looked at and called names like Uncle Tom and and other things by black people just because they don't tote the same line that they do. I would love to talk to, to a black group someday and ask them why they vote Democratic. I would love to hear what they would say. <laughs> because the quick the quick response from me after they gave some bogus reason would be, what have they done for you? And you're, sir, you're 50 years old. In your 50 years of living, what has a Democrat done for the black community? And the answer, if he's honest, will be, you know what? I hadn't thought of that, but nothing. You're exactly right. I've made that statement before, too, my friend, and I've been called, as you can imagine, I've been called racist and all these bad names, which I don't care, but I'm simply asking that same question. I've posted it to my social media pages. Somebody explain to me what voting Democrat has done. If you can give me a viable reason, something that's legit, I will I will uh, say sorry and move on, but nobody's ever responded. Go back 50 years. Go back to 1973. Since 1973, 50 years ago, what has a Democrat done for the black community? The answer is nothing. You're right. Hey, King, I wanted to say one last thing, and I thought you would, uh, you'd want to know something like this. So uh, I have a two-year-old son. Uh, we watch Disney cartoons, of course, like everybody else. Uh, we have this Disney app, and everybody knows the problems with Disney as a whole these days. Uh, we went to turn on Aladdin, which I believe is one of the you know best little cartoons in, in the history. Uh, and before we hit play, or when we hit play on it, King, before it came on, it came up with this apology. Disney is basically apologizing now for movies like Aladdin um, because they're saying it depicts slavery, uh, and they're they're literally telling you that they're sorry for that such movies were ever made. They won't take it down, but they're giving they're giving us an apology. They're not going to take it down we... because it's 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 desperately needed money. Yeah. <laughs> they I, lose money in every just... other area. People aren't going to the Disney World or the or, or Walt or Walt Disney or Disneyland anymore either. People are sick of people like Disney. They're sick of companies like Disney. There's other places you can take your children. You don't have to take them to that kind of a a, a warped place. It's just amazed me. I just, you know, you can't even, I'm sitting on the couch trying to just watch a movie with my two-year-old son, and I couldn't get away from the wokesters. No, you still can't. You still can't get away from the wokesters because they invade you at every turn. They're sick. That's a sickness, man. Thanks, Ryan. See you, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, they're they're a definite sickness. Liberalism is a a mental illness. You You really don't have to have too many facts. They're all over the place. Imagine the stupidity of Ben and Jerry's ice cream screaming and yelling about stolen Indian land while they have their headquarters built on stolen Indian land. <laughs> it's, you can't even make it up. If I made that up, you'd say, oh, you're crazy. But it's true. It just shows you how stupid liberals are on top of everything else. This is a dumb group of people. Really dumb. They love to run their mouths, but they have no idea what they're talking about. And they can't even take the time because they're so lazy, intellectually lazy people, to check, well, before I make this idiotic comment, I better make sure that I'm not doing the thing I'm criticizing. Oops, I am, but I said it anyway.
incredible stuff. Absolutely incredible stuff. I don't even know how you, <laughs> how you deal with people like that. But we're right here in the Monster Energy Drink King's Court on KevinSlaytonShow.com. Our good friends at STL-Cars.com want you to make an easy trip to get a new car. That's right, easy. It ain't that hard. Because all you have to do is have a phone. If you have a phone and a computer, you can get yourself a new vehicle. You can also save yourself time and headaches. Go to STL-Cars.com. Go on the website. Take a look at the thousands of vehicles they have there. Pick the one you want. Call or text 314-626-3251. 314-626-3251. Ask for Don. Tell him the one you want. Tell him what you want to pay for it, and he'll get it for you. Now, if you can't find exactly what you're looking for, tell him. Here's what I want. I couldn't find it. Came close on the website, but I couldn't quite get there. Here's what I want. He'll go get it for you. They have a huge inventory of automobiles and trucks and SUVs all around the country. I got my last one from Tennessee. I've purchased three vehicles from STL-Cars.com. My son just purchased an SUV. That came from Alabama. 314-626-3251. They're locally owned and operated. I love supporting locally owned and operated businesses. They're in Ellisville right off Manchester Road. Don't get the headache of going to the dentist and make that your car buying experience. Call STL-Cars.com. Visit their website first. 314-626-3251. We're back in the Monster Energy Drink. STL-Cars.com. King's Court. Right after this. Am I the only one here tonight? Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Who thinks of taking all the good we got and turning it back? Hell, I'll be damned. I think I'm turning into my old man. Am I the only one willing to bleed? Take a bullet for being free. Screaming what the hell at my TV for telling me.
Back in Kevin Slayton with you. Oops, when would I go here? All right, let's see if I can get this done. Now we're now we got it operating. We welcome you back in again. <laughs> we'll do it five times if we have to. This is the Monster Energy Drink STL-Cars.com Window World Kings Court coming away on Kevin Slayton Show.com. Kevin Slayton Show.com. We're glad you're with us for the ride and uh, hope you're enjoying the show. And we want to uh, re- remind everybody that if you're looking for windows, the best place to go is Window World, 314-993-1800, 314-993-1800. And I promise you that once you call them, you will get the best service. What did I, what did I say the number was? I'm losing my mind here. 314-993-1800. 314-993-1800. You'll get the best product, the best service. you get the best guarantees. you get the best lifetime warranty. In fact, probably the only lifetime warranty that you'll find anywhere. But that's how Window World operates. All you have to do is give them a call. They'll come out and give you a free in-home estimate, and they'll prove to you how they're simply the best for less. They did it for me. They'll do it for you. They've done it for over 70,000 different homes in our area. 314-993-1800 gets you that free Free in-home estimate. All you have to do is make the call. And when they come out there, you're going to know that you're talking to the people who are the preferred window of the Blues, the official window of the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Those sports organizations don't just get into business with anybody. Trust me on that. But you'll also be getting double-strength glass in your windows. 
And that allows Window World to give you a lifetime warranty that covers all parts, glass, breakage, and labor. And they offer 18 months, same as cash financing with approved credit. That's Window World, 314-993-1800. 314-993-1800. And uh, you'll be happy that you got them. Is Steve there? Yes, I am, brother. How are you this morning? I am doing well, Steve. How are you doing? Doing great. Kevin, I love that song you played. The only thing is I wish you'd play the original version because it seems to hit home a little bit more to how we feel, if you know what I mean. Yeah, there's a couple of words in there that they blacked out. I'm going to have to, yeah. get, I'm going to, have to get the unedited version because I noticed that myself. Well, I have it, and I play it a lot. And, boy, it sure hits home when you really think about it. No, I'm with but, you there. Uh, and I'm going to definitely, I'm going to definitely re-edit that and get the, get the regular version in there. There you go. Uh, Kevin, I just called for one thing, uh, hearing this stuff every morning and what these people are doing. And I'm just going to make a little statement here. Um, I can't really say how I actually feel, but I'm going to try and paraphrase it in a quote from Doc Holliday from Tombstone. I love it. Doc Holliday. Yeah. And that is, what we're, we're not, what, what we're not after is the revenge. What we really want is the reckoning, if you know what I mean. I like that. And you know what? There's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> yeah, there is. You know, there, there's, a, there's got to be a price to pay for what these people have done to this country. And the only place I can figure out is jail. And until yeah. one of them starts going to jail, and a lot of them actually, then this country has no path to saving itself. It just doesn't well, have one. It's always going to be the same. They've torn it down to shreds now. It's continuing in that direction, and it will continue on that path until some of them start going to jail. Yeah, you're exactly right, Kevin, but I I, I would take it even further, but I'm not going to say it. So No, I, anyway. I, agree, with you. I, no, I agree with what I think you're thinking, and that is a civil war, and I'm all, <laughs> I'm all in favor of a civil war in this country. Whatever it takes yeah. to get this country back, I'm in favor of. We fought, yeah, we fought wars before for our freedoms. Why not do it again? I almost think we're going to have to. We don't have much of a choice the way it's going. But yeah, because they're anyway. not going to end up going to jail. You know, the only Republican that has the spine to ever go after them is Trump. If he doesn't get in, then you can forget about it. None of them are going to jail because they're all protecting each other. Yeah, not only the spine, Kevin, but he's got the money and the wealth to fight them. Uh, people, other people that get in there don't have that kind of money to spend on expensive attorney fees trying to defend themselves every five minutes, if you know what I mean. No, I completely but, understand, because that's what they do. Every five minutes, they're coming after him for something. Right. At least he's got the money to fight that, and he is a fighter because he don't like to lose. But anyway, Carpe Diem, have a great day, buddy. Carpe Diem to you, Steve. Thanks for the call. I appreciate the, the tip on that song, too, because I noticed it myself. Yep. There you go. We'll straighten that out. Bye. Bye-bye now. Isn't that amazing, folks? It amazes me that someone decided they would edit that song before they put it online. And if you don't listen closely, you don't catch it. But it's it's just in keeping with the wussification of America. And there isn't any question about that. That's why I love Monster Energy Drink, because there's no wussification going into Monster Energy Drink. It's a lifestyle in a can. It's got a punch of energy. It's got focus that you need. It'll give you that push and that boost that you want. You're feeling lethargic. You're sitting around. You're not getting anything done. Go to the refrigerator. Get one of your Monster Energy drinks out. 
drink one, and then all of a sudden it'll click in for you. It's time to go, time to move, time to get up and do. Monster Energy Drink represents the relentless pursuit of victory, being your best, being at the top of your game. And that's why it's the most badass energy drink on the planet, Monster Energy Drink. Our phone lines are open, 636-348-4460. You know, it's, uh, you, you hate to think that what Steve and I just agreed on is true, but it's true. I don't want to believe that we're in that desperate a shape. I can't believe it. It's hard to fathom that we are, but we are. And we've been sounding the warning bell for years now on this show that a civil war is inevitable, that unless we take back this country, we'll never get it back because they're not giving it back. They've hijacked it. They've hijacked the culture. And they're not about to part with it, absent a fight. Now, the good thing is, if we actually do fight them, and if there is a civil war, they'll run. That's the best thing we have going for us. They're cowards. Now, Republicans have a lot of spineless politicians, but the rank and file isn't spineless. Just the people that we elect to lead us are. Ponder that for a moment. But we can change all of that. This country changed it with the original civil war. We changed it with George Washington's Revolutionary War. It's time to change it again. Every so many hundreds of years, we have to fight this battle because freedom isn't free. We didn't think we'd ever have to fight it at home again, but we do. And if we don't have elected officials that will take the fight to them through the courts, if we don't have judicial appointees or elected judges that will follow the law, then we need a civil war. This country isn't going to change back to what it was. Quit dreaming. It won't do that. It got to where it was because of people, heroic people who fought for it. We don't seem to have this, we don't seem to have the stomach to fight for anything anymore. Donald Trump does. Is he it? Is he alone? Now, if you're going to watch the hearings today, you're going to see a lot of bluster coming from a lot of the Republican congressmen and senators. In this case, it'll be congressmen and women in the House. And they'll tear into Christopher Ray, and he'll sit there like the Teflon Don that he is. And he won't bat an eye. He'll just continue to utter the same old lies. Oh, that's under investigation, or that's a personnel matter, or we can't comment on that, or la, 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 la. But everything out of his mouth will be a lie. And they'll sit there and take it. I mean, why do they continue to call him as a witness? He's just going to lie. It's another thing about liberalism. They have no problem lying under oath. They lie for a living on a daily basis. Then you get them under oath, and then they lie anyhow. It just doesn't matter to them. They're born liars. All right, folks, that's going to wrap us up for today, but we're back fighting the good fight again for you tomorrow morning, 7 to 9, right here in the Monster Energy Drink, Window World, stl-cars.com, Kings Court. Don't forget, at noon today, we'll have the Monster Energy Drink, stl-cars.com, Kings Court Sports Show. That comes your way from noon until 2. We will talk about the All-Star Game, the fiasco that was the All-Star Game last night. I decided I had to watch some of it so that I could talk about it, since we do, in fact, do a sports show. 
And some of the things that I noticed, and you may have noticed, you won't believe if you didn't hear about them. If you watched and paid attention to what Fox has done in terms of bastardizing the game of baseball, it was a disgrace. And so we'll talk about that and other other topics as well today. Uh, you're going to hear from John O'Leary. John O'Leary is a man who, as a child, suffered ungodly burns, was probably going to die in the burn unit at Barnes Hospital until a sportscaster by the name of Jack Buck walked in and saved his life. Wait till you hear that story. You'll hear it today on the Monster Energy Drink, stl-cars.com, Kings Court, on kevinslaytonshow.com. Until then, we'll take a little break, but we're back at noon, high noon, right here. Love you, Mom. Love you, Dad. Love you, Maureen. So long, everybody.